Hello and welcome to This AFL Life. We are up to episode six. I am your host, Alison Smirnoff. Once again, I'm joined by Susan Cadman. Hi there. And Rachel Hibbert. Good evening. Now, that's not going to work if someone's listening to it in the morning, but good evening to you, Hibber. Good morning. <laughs> good day. How are we all feeling? Rachel has had a can of Coke, so she's currently bouncing off the walls. It's nothing out of the usual, to be honest. <laughs> Look, I think feeling a bit of AFLW fatigue, but also not. I don't know. Mm, but also revitalised and re-energised. Reupholstered, Alison. <laughs> re-upholstered. We are reupholstered thanks to the cricket the gods. The cricket. Oh. Unreal. What a day. What a day. Yeah, look, I think we're going to pause the footy talk because I think we just have to talk about the cricket. Absolutely. What I want to point out, first of all, is that we. <laughs> I went to the cricket with Caddy. 86,000 people. You were sitting three rows behind us. <laughs> Completely unplanned. I've got two points I want to bring up. The first point is, why don't I ever get invited to anything <laughs> that you guys go to? Yep, we'll take that I, on board. And that's, I just creep on in. <laughs> that's good. That's that's good feedback. For, for everyone who's listening at home, I don't even think I'm invited tonight, but I just keep turning up. The second point I want to bring up is I got free tickets from work which were MCC level four, Q39 row, I want to say it was row R, anyway, climbed all the way up to the blood nose. That's not the blood nose. Nose, please. Nose, please, oh <laughs> blood, blood nose is when I'm reading the tips. <laughs> climbed all the way up to the nosebleed section uh, to find people sitting in my seats but in the spirit of the game, I let it go and I just sat in someone else's seats, which <laughs> happened to be two rows behind you. How? Just bringing us together. Mm. Can't escape. Women's Fate. sport. Women's sport. Yes. Um, and, and another thing that was excellent to watch at the cricket, being three rows behind you, was every time a four or a six was hit or anything interesting happened really. <laughs> Alison Smirnoff was out of her seat <laughs> waving her Australian flag with a beer in hand and it was priceless. <laughs> Technically it wasn't a flag, it was a scarf. a scarf. And it is my Matilda's scarf, but it is green and gold, so I thought, you know, yeah. transferable. Same, same. But I am I, look, I am excitable at major sporting events. You're like a little puppy. Yes. It was great. I had the time of my life. I also had a really nice Indian gentleman next to me who was telling me every fact about the Indian women's cricket team. So I feel like I also got a really good education throughout the yeah. game. That, that was great. great. How great are the Indian fans though? Oh. Honestly, just love their their like energy yes. that they bring. Oh, totally. It's just so nice to be watching sport. I think watching the sport, women's sport, with people who genuinely love the sport of cricket. Yeah. And also are genuine supporters of women's sport. I just said sport a lot. <laughs> but also then there were lots and lots of Katy Perry fans. Yes. Who had an education on cricket. Yes. Yeah, so everyone true. had a great time. <laughs> cricket was the winner. <laughs> a, a pregnant Katy Perry. Yes. Yes. 
Yep, girls. Yes, I didn't know that I was walking into a Katy Perry show. I didn't know I'd ever, ever see a Katy Perry concert in my life. But yeah, I ticked it off. I can't say it was high on my list. But she was good. She was great. Can belt out of tune. Mm. Yeah. But honestly, like back to the cricket, um, standing up at the start, whenever, you know, the anthems were going and and all of that and just looking around at 85,000 people standing there ready to watch a women's sporting match like i had shivers it was Goosebumps. it was just so overwhelming um i'm really really glad i got to be part of it oh yeah totally and and just like you know cuz they i think it was 12 months ago that they announced you know that they wanted that their aim was to fill the MCG for the final on International Women's Day. That must have put so much pressure on the Australian team. Mm-hmm. And then you know they had they really struggled. That you know they lost to India in the first game, and they really kind of struggled their way through. Lost players to injuries. You know Elise Perry being you know the major one, and then just the to weather? bring oh and the weather got, nearly got rained out. Of course, yeah. yeah. And then just to bring out. A supreme performance on the biggest stage of their lives was just phenomenal. It's just like that's what champion teams do. It is. And and it's bizarre because cricket, when you're out there batting or bowling, it's quite an individual task. But they each came to the party and it was just so awesome to see. And like Mooney and Healy oh. just came out and it was on fire. And we didn't know what we're in for. Healy hit three sixes in a row. That's when Alison started throwing things. <laughs> Caddy got up and left. <laughs> she was cheering. Um, and, and it is the biggest stages are when the real champions stand up and every single one of them stood up. And it was awesome. Yeah. They're just, it's just a privilege to watch them. They are so. They're so good. They're so good in the field. Um, they're so professional. And I think we are banging on about cricket on a footy podcast, but it ties in to footy because this is what happens when a sporting body makes a full investment in their female athletes. The Australian the cricket team the Australian cricket team are fully professional cricketers. They play all year round. They have access to the best facilities, uh, the best sports um, medicine, sports science. This is what happens when you invest in women. So, like, take note. Yeah. AFL and any other major sporting body. Yeah, I agree. I think that they're a really professional unit at the Southern. No, we could call them the Southern Stars anymore, do we? We just call them the Australian Australian women's women's cricket cricket team. team. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's another thing yeah. that the that Cricket Australia have done. Yep. It's the Australian men's cricket team and the Australian women's cricket team. And I think, you know, and language is important as well. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I think um one I mean, it's a bit of a side note, but the fact that Mitch Stark left South Africa early to come back and watch his wife play oh, in I the love, cricket. I love that. That would have never have happened even five years ago. So, you yeah. know, I think the narrative is changing, which is great. Yeah, totally, totally. Also, um, tying this back to football, um, when the Australian women's cricket team were at the, the Sydney airport, they ran into the GWS Giants. Yes. And my good friend Annalise Lister is one of Alyssa Healy's good friends and they started chatting at the airport and she said, well, why don't you 
bring the team in. And that's how they all came together. And so they all got a photo and the um, I can't remember what Lister said, whether it was someone in media said we should probably get a photo of the two women's teams together. Yeah. How cool is that? That they can recognise each other and, you know, say champions of the sport kind of thing. It was just really, really nice. And I think that's the – I think that's women's sport though. I mean, there's no – like this cross-code, you know, war is just like it's rubbish. It just doesn't exist. Well, you've got in the Giants, Jodie Hicks plays Mm. for the Sixers. So she plays with Elise Perry and all of those players. So they all know each other. They live with it. You know, they live together. They train together. They travel together. Yeah. And they're all just so supportive of all of their accomplishments. So yes. it was just—it's really—it's really nice that they managed to cross paths. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that AFL took notice? It was hard to avoid in Victoria. Yep. Mm. Really, it was everywhere. Because I just think, how awesome would it be if the AFL just said, "Actually, you know what? We're going to book the MCG every year for the women's grand final." And pack it out. And pack it out. If you had every single AFLW fan in the MCG, you'd have a roaring crowd. Yeah. And you would have people who travel across the country to go to a game. Yeah. 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 That's a good point, Al. Maybe the future is really, really female. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's time to be, you know, time to be ambitious and bold. And I mean, it's there to be used. Go for it. Yeah. Let the girls run around on it. Well, exactly. But yes, happy International Women's Day to everyone oh, on the weekend. What a way to spend it. It was so it was good. Fantastic. Yeah. I've just had like female empowerment like overload. I just don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> and you know what? Those sexy cricket bats oh my dancing God. with Katy Perry. <laughs> oh my <God>. Nearly derailed <laughs> the whole thing. Did you see? I missed <laughs> I missed the pregame. <laughs> Maybe we can put a picture up in the Did you <laughs> see show notes. Molly Strano at the fan day the next day, she'd managed to get a pair of the boots, the, the, the high heel boots, and she was wearing them. It was so good. It was excellent. And I think the game obviously was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. But the other highlight for me was the team on stage with Katy Perry. It was just, they were just living their best lives. And my new hero is Sophie Molyneux. Like, she just owned the stage. It was every teenage girl's dream. That is a Katy Perry song, by the way, teenage dream. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, the the amount of, you know, fanfare about Katy Perry, but then also those women on stage, the cricketers, people couldn't get enough of it. I couldn't, I loved it. So good. She and she did the worm at some stage. Yes. So, yep. Yeah. Actually, shout out Narrowly Meadows shot like a two and a half minute video of them just dancing. It is like go on Twitter and find it because it's just I have watched it so many times. I've actually <laughs> lost count of the number of times I've watched it. It's just wow. amazing. While we're on other sports, mm. Caddy, you've got a WNBL update for us. I do. For those playing at home, the Canberra Capitals. Had another win, which brings them at back-to-back titles in the WNBL. Very impressive. Just, again, champion team, just yep. rising to the occasion. That's right. Yeah, they did They did it They did it very well. So, yes, congratulations to them. And uh, a truly impressive feat for any team to go back-to-back in any sport, I think. Oh, absolutely. And then let alone all the other recent um, 
titles they've won as well. So, yep. a, a great team. So, we just also completed round five in <laughs> oh, football. <laughs> football. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. I have to be completely honest. Yes. I only watched a couple of games this weekend. Look, there was a lot going on, so that is fair play. Okay, just yep. so you know. And you did go to Wagga <laughs> and watch that game live. So, I think you you definitely have some credits in the bank for that. And kilometres. <laughs> Well, Friday night in Mackay, we all got our tip wrong. Yep. The flights did not affect. The flights uh, did not affect Geelong. And welcome back, Nina Morrison. She killed it. She's a star. Yep. Nothing more to say. Just a star. Do you think it takes takes a good month to kind of find your feet again after a long-term injury? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And we spoke about this last week or the week before about injuries and coming back and finding your feet and finding your form. And that's exactly what she's been doing. Um, And she's also, not just her, I think the entire team are are finally gelling a little bit better and finding their feet. It's on, they're on an upward trajectory Geelong. So I'm, um, I'm really, really happy to see them uh, work together and, and all that jazz. So I don't think it's a coincidence that their form has improved since the Meg return <laughs> of a certain Meg Mac. But seriously, though, I think she really straightens them up. And yeah. Well, she's obviously a champion as well. So yeah. any team that has a champion mm. in, it's yeah. always going to be um, lift the yeah. spirits, I think. So it's good to see Geelong off and running because um, it's a bit of a slow start. So yeah, it was. Yeah. and that Good win. Yeah. It's a, it's a solid win on the road. Yeah. Very solid. Yeah, totally. They had plenty of shots on goal as well. They, you know, it would have been an even more convincing um, win had they kicked it straighter. Mm. Um, Through the big sticks, I'd yeah. like to say. Yes, yes. So so the <laughs> sticks. Same goes for um, the Suns though as well. Had had they kicked straight, mm. um, you know, that's eight scoring shots. Mm. So um, it it looked brutal out there as well. Though I don't yes. know about you, but this the physicality has just Stepped up a level. It's. I reckon the footy has been really physical this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, that, I mean, it's probably just, you know, everyone being fitter and stronger, like they're just kind of hitting harder. Yeah. And women's footy is, you know, so contested. But, mm. yeah, it's mm. – I agree. And creating contests, I suppose. They're, and they're, because they're fitter, they're getting to the contest. Yeah. yeah. So mm. – um, But you can kind of tell from watching it. And also I had a chat to Meg Mac. <laughs> At the cricket while we were watching Katy Perry. Yeah, I was in my element. Um, It was so humid. Like it was just like the footy was like a bar of soap. Really, really tough conditions. Like Mm. probably about, you know, 30 degrees, but just, you know, 85% humidity. Gross. So just, yeah, really, really tough conditions. (laughs) Caddy's just pulled out a block of chocolate. (laughs) But yeah, really really tough conditions. So, Mm. yeah. Impressive win on the road, as we said. Um, next game was uh, in Hobart. Kangaroos really comfortably mm, accounted for the Crows. Yeah, it was Very just dominant. It was really just like masterclass almost. Yeah, I mean there were a few out late outs for the Crows. Yeah, um, may have tipped over the balance a bit in the team. I'm not sure, mm. but geez, North looked good. Yeah. Do you think that's a strategic mm. benching of players? 
What do you mean resting? Like yes. resting? Do you think? We need to win. In these short seasons, I don't think there's time for strategic benching of players. Yeah. I don't. Except I do think Aaron, I mean, if we're talking about Aaron Phillips, I think they're trying to get it right for the last few games. Yeah. yeah. Yes, essentially that's where I was leading to. Yeah. It's a risky <laughs> it's a risky um strategy though because the Crows are sitting at fifth with what three games to go. Yeah. Not guaranteed. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just no, wondered whether I had that exact thought when yeah. I saw the out. I was like, "Oh, to me it makes sense." But then, yeah. I guess the same thing happened with Lozzie Pierce at Melbourne. She played a game and then got rested from from soreness. So, mm. it, you know, Rest your players when they're sore, but I just wondered whether, you know, Adelaide have got a couple of matches. They've got Gold Coast and Richmond coming up. So I wondered whether mm. their going plan is to smash people on percentage. I don't know. Are they – is their next game at home? Their next game? Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, against the Giants, which is a big game, I oh, think. That's a huge game. Yeah, that's in huge. Adelaide. So oh, it's the same game. conference as well. Yeah, massive um, game. Just a mm, but anyway, yeah, back to North, though. They were just dominant. Again, like Carney, Bruton, Garner, Riddell, like they're just getting so much of the footy. Yeah. But um, Garner in the team of the week again. Oh. Yeah. Her and our friend Lambert, yeah. like that is so impressive. They've been in it row. every week. They haven't they? missed a week. Like, yeah. Talk about consistent. Yeah. And dominant. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How impressive is that? Yeah. Ultra impressive. I also look at the games that they've played over the last 12 months and both of them had really convincing VFLW seasons yeah. and they played the length of nearly the length of the VFLW season mm. and I do wonder whether it comes down to obviously playing those games and getting you know running the running the legs and game sense and obviously all of that kind of stuff so I, you know for the teams who are interstate and wanting to um, you know play their play their players throughout the the winter season yeah, I think there's some credit to it. Obviously, um, case by case basis. Yeah, match fit, if match fitness, yeah. and match game game fitness. I yeah, I think it's. I think you're right though. It is case by case because I remember when I worked at Carlton. You know, like a, an athlete like Chris Judd. He, you know, and Aaron Phillips would probably be really similar. Like he knows his body mm. really well, so he knows just how much to load it and when. Yes. Um, but then there was other athletes like Heath Scotland. I don't know if you remember Heath Scotland, but he was just like, no, nah, just smash me. Just smash me pre-season. Absolutely. Hammer I will me. do everything. Hammer the running. Hammer the match sim. Looks so, like Buddy Franklin, he hasn't, tra- he hasn't done a pre-season in years and years and years and he barely trains through the season either. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that mm. – no, in the in AF- body play your body. Well, that's it. In AFLM, they've had the opportunity to really understand their bodies and have that mm. control because yeah. they've been in the elite environments for so long. But yeah. maybe we'll see more of this sort of management stuff coming into mm. AFLW. Yeah. Mm. But I think, yeah, some some players very careful about their loading and the other players, I reckon, just more footy the better. So far for Garner and Lambert, that seems to have yeah. worked. Done well. Yeah. yeah. Keep at it. So, Hiba, you went... Surprise me when I saw your Instagram story, but you went on a road trip to Wagga. I went on a road trip to Wagga. Shout out to my cousin Eleanor Cornish for keeping me company on the 10-hour round trip, it's I think, a, in yeah, the car. It's, it's five hours it's to Wagga. It's a yep. long way. Um, and a shout out to my other cousins who were in Wagga and Albury who we caught up with along the way, um, which was really nice. It 
was an interesting game to watch. The atmosphere was really good for a country town. They really turned it on. Um, GWS had inflatables everywhere and there were little kids with um, Elise Parker's face blown up everywhere. Like her whole family was there. It was amazing. That's so awesome. Um, town girl. But yeah, exactly. She's from a little town somewhere near Holbrook, I'm fairly certain. Yeah. Um, and so everyone got down there and every time she touched the ball, this huge, you know, applause went up. It was actually really cool. That would have been quite a lot. Then. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of clapping. Um GWS really just dominated against Richmond in in every part of the ground. Dare I say, Richmond turned to a little bit of physicality towards the end of the game, what looked mm. like a lot of frustration. Um, a Someone got suspended for two weeks. Yeah. That's a big deal in AFLW, as we know. Yeah. For a, a late hit on Britt Tully at the Giants. And I think that sums up Richmond's frustrations in perhaps the way they're playing football at the moment. Mm. Yeah, Laura McClelland um, kind of picked Britt up and put her back down into the ground with head great first. force. Yeah. Um, was deemed medium impact, but I think when a player's head is involved, I'm not sure that it can be deemed medium impact. And it, you're right, Caddy, it was – it did just look a little bit like instead of putting the skills to the ball, it was – um, a little bit of extra body work here and there. Yeah. Um, but serious credit to GWS. They came to win. You could tell when they ran onto the field that they were just geared up and they did the lap around the centre square and they were loud. Mm. Um, the ground itself in Wagga is beautiful. It's really big. Yeah, it's but huge. It's, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. And um, before that, actually, there was a um, a game between the CSU Bush Pigs. The women's team. Oh, yes. And um, another local team. And it was the first time that a women's team has been allowed to play on that oval. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they were really, really excited and all the, the bush pigs were out to support. The bush pigs. The bush pigs. That um, is the best. <laughs> they were out to support um, the, the Giants and Richmond. So that was really, really nice to see. Yay country footy. Yeah, yeah. they're big supporters of down the Riverina. They love the women's footy and there's... And the men's footy. I mean, all through AFLM and AFLW, you, you'll find um, Riverina products and their dominant mm. players in all of their teams. Yep. And the Giants really nurture mm. that region. Um, and I think it's showing in the attendance and that it's just like they are just footy mad. So it's great to take the game to the people. Yeah, that's so good. Cora Staunton mm. was on fire. It was so good to watch. I've never seen her live before, but she is chaotic and it's excellent. <laughs> she she doesn't have to be accountable for anyone in the forward line. Yeah. She literally just runs around and charges through packs, picks up the ball. She's so strong. Runs. She's yes. so powerful. She is excellent to watch and even more entertaining in person. And then she'll just, you know, chortle off back to where she's meant to be <laughs> after she's kicked a goal. So, but, but I reckon she's another one like like Nina Morrison. Like she had a really serious injury. Oh, like she broke spiral fracture. Broke of your both legs. bones yeah, in her leg. One leg, but I reckon that you know you do need to get some footy and confidence back up before you can really start performing. And um, you know, it's good to actually you know for her to get some reward for effort on the scoreboard. I think like. She's clearly been given the opportunity to just 
play how she naturally wants to play at the Giants. And I think in the first, maybe her first season, it was a bit, it took a bit of getting used to because she was not maybe not playing to structures and positions and maybe running too far and trying to kick, you know, goals, crazy goals. But now I think they've found the right formula for her at the Giants and that balance is working really well and it was really good to see her kick so many goals. Like, mm. yeah, she's They know she doesn't do set shots that's right. so they don't kick it to her if she's leading. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just put it up for her into space and she does her thing. So, yeah, um, yeah she, was, she was a real highlight for me to see in person um, and then I ran into all of the GWS team at Ice Cream after the game. <laughs> so... <laughs> the only ice cream s- store in Wagga, I think. <laughs> well, they deserve <laughs> their they, yeah, they deserve yeah. their ice cream. And little uh, shout out to Jess Delpos, who was captain yeah, yeah, for the day. Very pr- some very proud Falcons over yes. here. Um, but just looking at the stats, wasn't too bad in terms of inside fifties. It was GWS thirty two to Richmond's twenty one. But the really kind of obvious stat for me is Mark's inside fifty is seventeen to one. I think that says a bit about um, both Richmond's forward line and Richmond's midfield that you obviously need to have that connection between the, the two lines. And if you've got Monconti kicking goals from the centre square, um, there's obviously something missing between her and the goals. Yeah. Um, so, And I think we've, that's, we've already touched on that with Richmond, is that's a glaring gap in perhaps their list or their style of play at the mm, moment. Yeah. Giants convincingly. Good to see them playing their type yeah. of football. Yeah. Um, hopefully they can carry it through to the next week. Yeah. Do you think that, you know, they can kind of build on this momentum now? Yeah, I think so. I think I know that we're Giants fans here at the podcast, but with the list they've got, just genuinely haven't quite been hitting where we had hoped. And I think maybe this gets their momentum up and running um, and hopefully they can have a strong finish to the season. Well, the next game, Saturday night footy at Icon Park. Love that. Carlton beat St Kilda by 21 points. It kind of felt closer than mm. the margin suggests. Mm. It was a really it was a really high-quality game. I was so, so impressed with just the overhead contested marking of both teams. It was just epic. And... I um I really want to mention um, Mua Laloifi. Mm. I reckon she's having a great season. I agree. Um, really agree. Carlton's um, AFLW Twitter account shared a little video of her um, pickup. She's like just like swooped in, picked the ball up really cleanly, and dished it out. And the broadcast side doesn't even do it justice. I was sitting on the other side of the ground and I, I actually got out of my seat. Yeah. At the, like You're she good just at that. I know. <laughs> it's it's a talent of mine. But you know, like she's running full pace, bends over, picks the ball up so clean, drives out. She's just been epic and sh- her intercept marking as well has been like mm. just phenomenal. And she's bloody quick. Oh yeah. Isn't she? Yeah. 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 Really. She's always so smiley. <laughs> But, yeah, just a really powerful athlete too. Yeah. Yeah. Just going back to your your statement about how the game felt even. Yeah. Just going through the stats, it is so even mm. across the board, possessions, even tackles, turnovers, intercept marks. The only difference is 
probably what they did with the ball, Carlton, in when it was wasn't in contest, the uncontested possessions. I think yeah. they were smarter with the use of the ball, yeah, and moving the ball around, and I think that was the difference. But honestly, St Kilda. Peter Searle effect is well and truly off and running because they are, again, matching it with all the teams. Yeah, totally. Yeah, And, you know, I thought they were really, really, again, really good game. Yeah. Hibba was in the car on the way home, so didn't see that game. I was still in Wagga eating ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but, yeah, it was a really fun game to watch. Um, G-Train, she's a a treat to watch live too. Yeah. Yeah. Just great. But She's yeah, got quite the presence in the forward line, hasn't she? Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. But yeah, no, Carlton, um Carlton a little bit of a bit of a role. Yeah. Elle's Elle's team. Oh, they're just tugging at the old heartstrings, they are. Uh-huh. Is it four in a row? Three oh. in a row. Thanks, Gaddy. How's You're your welcome. new phone going? Oh. <laughs> I've joined the world of having Stats at my fingertips. It's taken six weeks, but Caddy finally got the phone with enough space on it that she could download the AFLW app because every other week she comes prepared with a record. Get your footy records. Excuse me, I sound just as knowledgeable as you guys. (laughs) More knowledgeable, I would. She's even got all these fun facts about the players and their headshots, and yeah, you 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 one up. Thanks, mate. Very prepared. Um. Okay, next game was on Sunday out in Morwell. Collingwood took on the Bulldogs. It was the Chloe Malloy show. Without a boot. (laughs) She kicked a goal without a boot. She's amazing. She can do anything, that girl. Oh, she really can. But, you know, they sprung a bit of a surprise through her forward. She just did the job. Yeah, Um, I think that that was the game when they thought that they could use her in that space and – <laughs> they did. I think, like, the interview with the coach, I think it was a half-time or something, and he was saying that she's just your um, – I think we all know this. she's a champion player, but swing her forward, swing her back, swing her through the middle, she will always, always produce a result for you. Yeah. Like, that's just – what skill. She only had – well, only. She had 12 disposals. Mm. She kicked three goals, two. And yet she still had this enormous effect on the game Yeah, where her presence was felt, it was seen. She, I don't know, she's just something else. Yeah, but like going back to it, like she's so versatile, but as you said, like absolutely performs Mm. whatever position she's playing. Mm. Yeah. Like that is so rare in a footballer Mm. to be that effective anywhere on the ground. Yeah. Bit of an anecdote. Mm. We love those. I, rem- <laughs> I remember watching a Calder Cannons game a few years ago when I'd, I'd never watched an under-18s game before. And on the park was Patrikios, Malloy, Presparkus, and Conti. Yeah. All in the same team. Yep. And they didn't need they didn't need a defensive line because they had those people. <laughs> never went down it there. Didn't go, it didn't go down there. And I'm fairly certain that they either – Got the flag or got close. Yeah, no, I think they did that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, from that moment, I knew this this kid's something yep. special. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. So she she shone. Yeah, she did. Um, and, yeah, but on the other side of the coin, doggies seem to have um, dropped off a bit, haven't they? Yeah. Not sure what's happening over there. Um. Their back line had very few disposals, the Western Bulldogs, which just – 
means to me that Collingwood's forward line had lots of disposals. Yeah. And when you do the quick maths, um, <laughs> <laughs> one team will win. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure what where the momentum's gone for the Western Bulldogs. I, I want to say it's um could be inspired by a a Nell Morris Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> not to put too much pressure on the kid. <laughs> just put her on the park. Just just put her in though. Yeah. <laughs> but what is the missing ingredient for Bulldogs? Like truly, I don't know. I can't pick it because. They seem to be reasonably performing, but then not getting any results or putting together one good quarter of footy maybe mm. and not putting being able to do four, you know. That is the oldest saying in the book, isn't mm. it? Four-quarter effort. Um, and to be honest, they haven't had a really high-scoring game either. Mm. Um, I think their highest has been the round one, which was when they beat... Uh, St Kilda. Mm. So, yeah, no, I, it's a great question, Al. I don't know, and Katie, I don't know what um, yeah. the ingredient is, but they better figure it out. Yeah, they haven't got long. No. Um, they also only took one mark inside 50 as well. Yeah, so I think we've nailed it. It's the forward line. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, did you see the interview with what's on your um, Instagram? It had Brooke Lockland... <laughs> Eleanor Brown and Nell in it. Yes. And <laughs> it actually featured Jenna, Jenna Lawson Tavan from our beloved Falks, um, dressed up as prom dates at yep. our Mad Monday last year. And oh, if you haven't seen it, go and look at it because Nell somehow found this purple vest from the op shop made out of ties. It was amazing. Uh, go and have a look. Yes. Um. <laughs> The next game, oh, Melbourne just put on a clinic against the Eagles. So good. They are on their, their A team, yeah. aren't they? It's so good to see Melbourne performing. With a high percentage. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> performing and, and winning. They've had so many performances where they've just been pipped at the post and they talk about the finals and all that kind of stuff, how they've just mm. missed out. And so they've finally got this convincing run of, well, dare I say, four, four quarter, touch wood. Yeah, we're touching wood. I didn't know whether <laughs> I was talking too loudly or... <laughs> no, I'm just really paranoid. Yeah, four, just four quarter efforts from Melbourne and I really, 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 really hope that continues in the next three weeks because... Go the D. <laughs> Uh, your favourite player, Karen Paxman, again, just leading the disposals. And the return of Sarah Perkins. Unreal. We love you, Perko. It's so great to see her back. And she did really well. Set she off did, a couple of goals. Yeah, got got a little was, sausage roll at the end. Yeah, she was just like she was in amongst it early, yeah. like straight off the bat. Uh, again, the value of having experienced players on the park and Melbourne – are leading, are showing with results mm. how important it is. Did you see her candy? Yeah. Yes. She candy. sold it. She sold it good. Yeah. <laughs> she said she's done it twice in her life and she's really thankful that one of them was on camera. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was intrigued because I just thought Melbourne's forward line is so, is so strong. Mm. You know, what is her position going to be? But she... Um, the, the unfortunate injuries that Melbourne have sustained have favoured 
the likes of Perko, who has, for want of a better word, been elevated onto the, the Melbourne list. And it just shows that severe perseverance and dedication to your craft and, and skill does give you that opportunity. And I think the other person we've spoken about a fair bit here is Privatelli. And, and you can hang in there. You can hang in there. Get your opportunity. Because I think it just, you know, a lot of people, you know, who, who weren't drafted in the most recent national draft, mm. you know, obviously disappointed. But that's not the only way to get yourself on a list. Oh, and and Meg Mack, hello. Yeah. So it, it is. It's perseverance. It's dedication, and it's commitment, and it's getting yourself amongst a really really good team environment. And all credit to Melbourne as well for obviously taking her on board and making her feel welcome at a club that you know have have gone through some really tough team things together. Yep. Losing players is not easy. Mm. So. Um, yeah, to see her on the park was, was really, really great. Um, and then also Tarrant as well yeah. debuted. Um, yeah. So, again, it's players are getting opportunities. Yeah, so That's good. awesome. Yeah. Um, in terms of the actual game itself, Melbourne just put on a clinic. Yeah. They were just in control yeah. all game. And just like they know that ground so well mm. and it was, you know, a bit windy so it was – it's cyclonic. Crazy. And the last game of the round was Frio v Brisbane. Frio got home. Sabrina Duffy kicked four goals four, if you don't mind. What did she? I yep. didn't know that. She did. Wow. She's uh, leading the goal kicking now, I think, with nine. Mm. When you have a look at the stats, mm. and like, admittedly, without I, watching the yeah, game. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched the game. But the I, I did watch the highlights, mm. um, and and the statistics really do show an even an even ball game uh, in terms of your, your disposals, yeah. um, and your disposal efficiency. That's something that we've spoken about before. That yeah, it's good to get your hands on the footy, but it's what you do with it that will get you across the line. Yeah, um, and they're two really really crafty teams. Yeah, so that was something that you know for for me looks as though it. Um, could have gone either way. The only thing that stands out for me is the tackles. Unbelievable. Huge. How many tackles is she Bowers? at now? He's up to 75 tackles. That's insane. We spoke about Marinoff being uh, the first player to reach 250, or 250 tackles yeah. in an AFL career. But, uh, you know, in, in a certain amount of games. But Bowers has 75. That's almost double that of Marinoff in five games. Five, five games, games of footy. That's averaging 15 tackles a game. Yeah, she's phenomenal. I would not want to be hit no. by no. Bowers. No. Do you add one for when she tackled the pitch invader? Absolutely. <laughs> 76, 76 tackles. 76 tackles. Absolutely. Huge. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that leaves Frio as the only undefeated team mm. in the competition. Well, I have to say... They've played a lot of games at I home. I feel like they play there every week. What do we What do we think we attribute everything <laughs> to, guys? <laughs> it's the effect. It does mean that Conference B is an interesting run home. Yeah. You've got top four really, really tight. Um, Frio, the clear ahead, and then Melbourne and Carlton both have four wins on the board and Collingwood with three 
but percentage wise there's there's not a heap in it between Collingwood and Carlton so yeah that's going to be an interesting um few rounds and then <laughs> to be honest same with conference A um Kangaroos Brisbane GWS Geelong Adelaide yeah it's going it's it's anyone it is anyone's ball game i don't mind the final series Oh, I think final series is good. Six six teams yeah. get the shot. Yes. As opposed to cutting it down to two. But couldn't it just be one ladder? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? It's <laughs> too too smart now, isn't it? That's, yeah. Silly me. Gosh, sit down. <laughs> Put your scarf on and sit down. Yeah. Is it tipping time? It's tip time. Oh, Al's no. beside herself again this no. week. This never happens. Okay, you can't keep oh. saying that because <laughs> you say that every week, so that doesn't actually mean a thing now. Sorry. You can't play the I can't tip card anymore. Blows keep breaking my heart. Hiba. Mm-hmm. You got three. That is below average. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the club, my friends. Come on over. The caddy tipping club. <laughs> Where three is the magic number. <laughs> Caddy, hold the phone. You got four. Oh, look at me. I'm coming. Oh. I'm coming hard. Alison, what did you get? I got six. What? I did. You didn't. Who did you tip? I tipped Gold Coast. North Melbourne. Ding. Ding. GWS. Ding. Carlton. Ding. Collingwood. Ding. Melbourne. Ding. Frio. You get a car. Uh, you get it. No, you get you a car. Get a car. Um, do we want a running tally? Uh, well, she's, she's written we? it up. Do so. you want a running tally? You, you, mate, it's your podcast. Yeah. Look, I need, I need to chase you, so here we go. Caddy, third place, mate. Consistent. Very consistent. 17. Caddy the consistent. Thank you. Do you know what that is? That's the average tackles. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Hiba. Hiba. Yeah. You're in second place now. I'm never second place. 21. 21. Mm. Where are you sitting, Smurns? 23. Bugger. I have a long way to catch you. (laughs) Can I have an extra round? Yes. (laughs) Finals. If there's a draw. You get it. You get it. Anyway, pity, a pity vote. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you should see her. She's actually got she's steam actually, coming in her ears. I reckon she's actually gone a bit pale. I need another coke. I'm just disappointed in myself. You know, that's unforced errors. Well, it's I blame the teams coming out. Mm, you know, well, it's I, very hard. Mm. It's that's very cool. hard doing tips on a Tuesday. Two it's days really before hard. the teams I, come out. I do my other tips on a Friday and I'm a mu- doing much, much say, better in that want? competition. Yeah, what are you doing at work? Yeah. Are you winning? No, but I'm up there. I'm like third. Oh, yeah, well, you're third here too. So <laughs> consistent. Consistent. <laughs> Caddy the consistent, they call me. Captain Caddy consistent. <laughs> you know what? You tipped Frio and then you backtracked and changed your mind to Brisbane. Did I? You did. Can I so just you state stuck with your West, West effect. effect. Can I just state that L sits up here while we're down at training and re-listens to the tipping. Just just to make sure, just to make sure. how many tips she's gotten correct I so will. she can brag. Well, 
I just, you know, well, I want to be correct. Laps, that's what you're doing. <laughs> Honestly. Yep. At least you high-fived me tonight. That was nice. Thanks for I that. Did, I and Caddy gave me a thumbs once. up. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Such a supportive group. I like it. But you were running laps. Yay. Yeah. Yes. So many laps. And um, we had a kick of the footy. Had a kick and of the a footy. Ki- and kicking. Yeah, I'm oh, back, baby. She's exciting. back. Exciting times. So, anyway, tips. <laughs> <laughs> Round six. <laughs> nice story, Hibba. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Kicks off on Friday the 13th. <laughs> um, down at GMHBA Stadium, Geelong and North Melbourne. I am going to tip North Melbourne. I'm going with North. They are off and running. I third that motion. Uh, Saturday, Hickey Park up in Queensland. Mm, tough one. Brisbane v Collingwood. <sighs> this is a hard one. This is really hard. Did Brisbane did Brisbane cop any injuries? I don't believe so. I'm going Brisbane. See, I don't like to begin tipping against Brisbane, but my gut says Collingwood. I seem to tip against Brisbane all the time, so maybe I should just go for Collingwood, and yeah. then they'll get another win, and they can thank me later. Mm. Go with your gut. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Collingwood. <coughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, next game at Moorabbin. St Kilda take on Richmond. I am going to tip St Kilda. Yeah, Saints for me. Saints for me. But uh, I wonder whether Richmond are going to just pull something out. This would be the game for it. It yep. would. Yep. Be Actually, it would be really interesting to see how Richmond bounce back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the inclusion of KB. Yeah. We shall see. Just a little bit of leadership from some of the younger players we were talking about before. I think that would be great for Richmond. Yeah, I Just agree. If we'd love to see some of that um, coming out in a game, a very winnable game, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, really hope to see some, some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, then up in Alice Springs, Melbourne take on Carlton. This is going to be a cracker of a game. I agree. <sighs> I this is hard. I, Melbourne D's. I'm hoping for the return of Loz Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in which case, uh, I'm going Melbourne. But I think, yeah, absolute cracker of a game. Um, does Popo get another run? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What happens if what LP, other rules? LP returns? I don't know, because that would mean that. They have, you know, the right amount of people mm. to choose from. But mm. then there's also like Gab Colvin missed out on a game this week. Yep. Um, and there was also KP. Which was really interesting because Meg Downey didn't play, but they didn't bring Gab in, but they played Perko mm. forward. So I guess maybe they were thinking that they needed a forward line more than they needed a back line. Yeah. Says something about their team defense. So I think Melbourne. It's solid. Yeah. It's really solid. But we're all D's. Mm. Uh, but it's going to be, yeah, looking forward to that one. Um, on Sunday at Whitnoval, Bulldogs take on Frio. I just, look, yeah, look, Frio. 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 They'll can continue the unbeaten run, I think. Mm. If you have the chance to go and watch this game, I would recommend it. Mm. Seeing the Dockers do their thing in, in real life is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Get along. Yeah, Sunday Avo down at Whitnoble. I think that sounds like a great day out. Mm. Yeah. 
Oh, nice early game, one ten. So oh, nice. back in lovely. Tuck tuck off in bed by six yeah. pm. Perfect. <laughs> oh, but don't worry, there's another game at three ten. <laughs> yeah, Home to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't done a pub review for a while. We haven't. You need to go to a Footscray pub. Oh, yeah. Go to the plough. Could do that. Mm. Could do a Witten Oval. Well, we went to Giants. the Corner Hotel pre-cricket, and that was not. That was I that was not. That was thanks for the invite. That was not our scene. We were very out of place. Yeah. The Corner Hotel in Richmond. In the rooftop. Go to the precinct for pregame. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to footy. <laughs> uh, oh, over in Adelaide, no. Crows take on GWS. <laughs> oh, God. Oh I'm my. staring at a picture of Jay Dale Poss in like an under-18s um, premieres photo that's on the wall right in front of me right now. <sighs> and I'm, I hate to say that I think I'm going for Adelaide. I'm tipping Adelaide. Mm. This is so hard. I just – I just – I just can't tip G- GWS with confidence, so I'm going to go Adelaide because I I have a feeling they might bring back Aaron Phillips. So yes, even without Aaron Phillips, I just think they're really, really strong. And Chelsea Randall, I just think they they showcased that that they're really strong. Yeah, but um, yeah, home ground. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm going, it's hard. Yeah, I'm though. going Adelaide. I hope GWS, but I'm going. Caddy, this is perhaps the toughest game this for you. This is for me. This is like, my two little this is like splitting your heart in two. It is. She looks a bit pale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys. I want draw. Can I tip the draw? You, tip, you can tip a draw. You can tip a draw. Well, look, I've got nothing to lose at this point in the tipping, so I'm going to tip a draw. <laughs> it's a draw. I will eat my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. What? <laughs> I might only have one foot. <laughs> what happens if it's not a draw? Does she get anything? Get no. Because <laughs> if it's not I get a winner or a loss, she doesn't get anything. Like, no, don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Obviously no charity from Hibber. Um, <laughs> uh, I need all the tips I can get. And the last game of the round at Mineral Resources Park. <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> I'm assuming it's in Perth. Uh, the Eagles take on the Gold Coast Suns. Whoa. Jesus, Suns are thrown around the country, aren't they? They are. Oh, I'm, I'm going Suns. No, I'm going West Coast. Oh, actually. <laughs> no, nah, stick with the West effect here, but I'm going the Eagles. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Gold Coast, I think. Don't look, at, <laughs> don't look at me for a dipping advice. No, you my gut says Gold Coast. My gut says stick Gold with Coast. Your gut. Yep. Stick with your gut. I'm going to change my tip. Okay, Tibba. 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 Tibba the Hibba. Hibba the Tibba. Tibba's hipping Gold Coast. <laughs> Do you know what time it is? Is it fun fact time? It's fun fact time. Yes. yes. And Caddy uh, submitted a request <laughs> this week. No, I will not be speaking Chinese, nor will I be rapping in German, but we'll save that for later. <laughs> um, I have a fun fact about Meg Lanning. Oh, hero. Hero. Who is the Australian women women's cricket team captain. She is only 27. Whoa. Which shocks me. Yeah. And she is the first Australian male or female, to score 2,000 runs in 2020 International. Oh, good on you, Meg. What a superstar. Just talk about women doing it for <sighs> themselves. Thanks, Hibba. 
That really satisfied the criteria. Yeah. Hey, guys. Mm. I love iTunes reviews. Oh, my gosh. Is there another one? <laughs> well, there was one posted a couple of years ago. Uh, the heading was the Aaron Phillips of podcasts. And the poster's name was JC, our saviour. It's not actually... Is it JC? It's not actually JC oh. or Jesus Christ. But the original review said, insightful, hilarious, and well thought out and edited. I checked to see if a new episode has been released most days, even though I well know that they're recorded on a weekly, not daily basis. Right. Hi. Me again. Still listening and loving the podcast. Please never leave me. P.S. I tip Hibba to win the tipping. Did you leave an iTunes? It's me. I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so kind. And yes. I'm so sorry that I'm currently letting you down, JC, our saviour. <laughs> when, when was that posted? Well, it was posted during the week. But do you know what? Hmm. We've got another one. Oh. The review heading is so good, exclamation mark. And it's from the brick in AH Cab. <laughs> <laughs> Love the new lineup and the insight into women's footy. Such a quality podcast. Get around it. Get around it. Thanks, Brick. Thanks, Brick. Thanks, Brick. <laughs> Are you the one that we pulled out of the field the other day? <laughs> yeah. With a shuffle. Out of the cricket pitch? Yep. Around the cricket pitch area. There's always it's a couple of bricks there. Just a small brick. Goodness me. The things we do. <laughs> well, I think it's about time we wrap it up so we can all get home to bed. It's a great idea. Yeah, it is only a Tuesday after all. Exactly. It's a long week, even though it's a short week. <laughs> I had to work yesterday, so, oh, yeah. really? Sure. Yeah, Holden's, yep. Oh, they're really just kicking mm. your wine down. <laughs> I'm still here, guys. Uh, and you can find me on LinkedIn at Rachel Hibbert. <laughs> um, well, on that note, uh, yep. we will see you next week. Thanks, Caddy. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Hibber. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Sweet dreams, everyone. (laughs) 